What's good, Washington Commanders fans? All right. Today, well, it was supposed to start yesterday, but it's starting today. I'm bringing you a new segment of Washington Commanders called Today in History um, for the Washington Commanders. And each Friday, um, early Saturday, I will bring you new content of whatever to whatever event for the washington commanders um that will be slated on the history of the washington franchise whether it's the washington redskins washington football team or the current washington commanders um but i will bring you detailed information about um um whatever is trending in that history of that time that space and time and today so let's get started. Um, episode one, this will be the first episode and it's going to date back on March, um, May 26th um, of yesterday. Um, 24 years ago, Daniel Snyder purchased the Washington franchise. Now, we all know that the fr- Washington franchise was sold by Jack Ken Cook, um, the Washington owner. Now, I actually, I did not know that um, the franchise was being sold at that time. I really didn't know. Um, I, all I knew that Daniel Steiner was the owner. Um, I, I mean, for me to been a long life Washington fan, I guess never paid attention to ownership. I really probably didn't. Until, you know, Daniel Snyder took over and started seeing how the franchise started changing and didn't do as well as it needed to. So it was May 25th, 1999, where the franchise, um, the, um, the NFL, the Washington NFL franchise history for $500, um, well, not for $500, but, you know, whatever the case may be. But Daniel Stein officially became the owner of the Redskins at that time. Now, dated back into 1999, we still had the name Redskins until up to what? Um, let me see. We had the Commanders for last year, the Washington football team two years prior. So... I guess what 20 2000 and 2000 around about late 2000 what 2000 what 2020 2019 I say around about 2019 2018 <clears throat> but as it pertaining 24 years ago on that Thursday the NFL owners cast a vote approving Mr. Snyder as the NFL's newest owner to replace Jack King Cook now who had died on April 6, 1997. By the way, the vote was unanimous. Um, I guess Daniel Snyder was just one of the guys who they liked it at the time. Um, but um, with Jack Cook, Kent Cook dying, I guess it left an open door. So Daniel Snyder paid then was $800 million to buy the franchise, to buy the franchise and the rights to be then Jack Cook, Kent, Jack Cook, Kent Cook Stadium, which is now FedEx Field. So 
um lo and behold but Dan- back then daniel standard was th- what 34 years old um and we all know that daniel standard was a long life um a long life redskin fan um his family his dad was a, a redskin fan at that time um and it seemed like it was a good idea during that time for daniel snyder to get this team but as we know throughout the years this team could never get back to the glory years that we once had you know from joe Gibbs winning three super bowls um and everything like that so it, it just took a lot until now that you know this franchise is going under a, a second ownership and we all know the details behind that because of Daniel Snyder and his incompetency of running a franchise. This this franchise, since Daniel Snyder took over, has been a, um, a disappointment. It has been a very letdown. Yeah, there was some flashy moments here and there. There was some overpriced players, that we, overpriced free agents that we played, not drafting well not getting the quarterbacks that we need to be a franchise again. We missed out on a lot of opportunity with this franchise. And then under and then not so much <clears throat> not to add to that. We dealt with so much scrutiny under the Daniel Snyder regime. You know what I'm saying? Um when Daniel Snyder bought the team um, he spoke to the fans acknowledged that they wanted to win. He wanted to win and they was going to win. Well, from that day, 24 years ago, Snyder was always the majority owner. There was also majority mi- minority owners that were family members and Fred, I guess, Dreisner and Mark, um, Mort Zuckerman. Drayson and Zuckerman had known Snyder for being the original investors in the Snyder communication. Increasingly enough, financial commitment chairman Robert Kraft of the New England Patriots described Snyder as a passionate of, about the game. You don't have to worry about the new steward of the franchise has anything on his mind but winning. And unanimously, unanimously voted doesn't happen. Um, very often in the league, I have a bias for owners who have passion and will put winning on the field above everything. And see, um, if that was the if that was the case, if that's if that was the case, d- don't you think this franchise would have been well off? The well would have been winning a lot more would have been in a better position, would have been better equipped, would have been better to challenge certain attributes. Yes, but that didn't transfer because Daniel Snyder seemingly, and we all start thinking about it, seemed like he had an agenda just to buy the team. Not so much where he, he wanted the team. You understand what I'm saying? It seemed like he had an agenda just to buy the team but it's like a politician. They'll say all the good stuff that they want to say just to get your vote or gain your confidence and then turn around and do the completely opposite. And that's what it seems like that Daniel Snyder did with this franchise. He did not 
took care of this franchise the way it, it was supposed to. Because if he did, there wouldn't have never had to been a time that we would have had to been going under a new another ownership just because he was passionate about this team. I'm passionate about this team. But does that make me a good um, a good guy to come in and own, own, be an owner and run this franchise? No. Even though I got management um, um, qualifications, but that still doesn't qualify me. You know what I'm saying? That just say, hey, I um, I love race. I love I love NASCAR. That doesn't make me go out there and be a NASCAR driver and think I could I could I could compete with these guys that have been doing it for years. I think Daniel Snyder got in and over his head. I think Daniel Snyder just wanted this franchise just to say, hey, I had to, you know, I'm a fan of this team. I wanted this team. He went on and got it. Now, where did he get the money from? Who knows? But at that time, um, at that time, you know, I just think Daniel Snyder, you know, said all the right things. And Robert Kraft Doom and all the other owners say, well, you know what? Hey, this is a new face. You know, maybe he'll come in and bring some legitimacy to the, this franchise. Jack couldn't cook, you know, died two years before. But at the same time, um, um, this team needed to be, you know, this team needed to be where it is. Now, as I stated 24 years ago, you look at to now, this franchise has not moved forward since them times. You know, I mean, and for them to vote it unanimously, hmm, it's kind of crazy just to see that. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy just to see stuff like that. Me, personally, I, I don't understand it, but I, I, I just... Me, I, I, I feel like if you look at it, so Daniel Snyder invested about 120 million in cash with family members adding another 90 million, and um, Dresna and the majority part of Mark Zuckerman of Boston Real Estate and publishing um, Magnet putting up 90 million. So. Between them two, that's a hundred. Between his minority partners, they put up 180 to his 120. You know what I'm saying? Um, Zuckerman and Dressner have known Snyder since the mid 80s and were original investors in Snyder's communication. So he he brought them in. Um, his um. Um, but these new best base business was revenued about one billion a year, so they had they had money. Snyder, who briefly addressed the owners this morning, was allowed to remain in the meeting. He sat next to casually for the rest of the morning session and was presented uh, for the afternoon business meeting. Snyder, who will not have a vote as an owner until the sale is finalized by the trustees of the Cook Foundation, most likely by the end of June. He also technically is prohibited from conducting business as a team owner until the, the closing, but sources indicated that he will begin studying the team's business operations and making plans for implement change before the final settlement. And that's what's going on now. So if you look at how 
he was initially was going to be the new owner of the team. But just like Josh Harris is right now, Josh Harris can't do anything right now. He could probably be in the meetings. He could probably talk to people, but he can't make no sole decisions until the deal is finalized. And that's what Ron Rivera was talking about because of what the contract situations dealing with um, um, Cam Curl and Montez Sweat and Chase Young. They can't really do anything until new ownership is in place. But seemingly, Daniel Snyder had partners. Daniel Snyder had these guys in place. And if you look at some of the things that is highlighted in this article, it is, it's, it's just telling you how the operation of ownership has is taking place today and what the formality is. It seems like they all, the owners like the Dan Snyder. Robert Kraft vouched for him back, back then. And he seemingly got a unanimous vote to be in. You know what I'm saying? So would that same thing happen again? Another unanimous vote for Josh Harris? Well, there's a little snag here and there. They probably want a little bit of verbiage change where it's to their liking or whatever because they don't want somebody coming in there thinking that they have the upper hand over the other owners. And it seemed like Josh Harris and his people seemed like they got the power to be a little bit more powerful than some of the owners besides Jerry Jones or Robert Kraft. But that's what it seems to me. So now, now former commissioner Paul Tagliabue at the time was the commissioner of the NFL. And um, a lot of people wasn't happy with talk, um, Paul Tagliabue back in, back in the day. He was a little bit older and that stuff like that. So, but he introduced Daniel Snyder as the perfect person to pick up the Cook legacy and to run it. Daniel Snyder has proved his men mental in the business world as a young age and has passionate NFL fans and, Red and Redskin fans. Snyder, who made his $500 million fortune in marketing and advertising, said he would strongly consider selling naming rights to the stadium. He said he will not change the name or the team, which is offensive to Native Americans and others. He also pledged his ownership will provide a new energy at Redskin Park and in the stadium. With his wife, Tanya, standing in his back in, of the interview room, Snyder thanked her and the NFL owners, Redskins, um, employees, fans, and the Cook family. It's because of the Cook stewardship that the residents have become such a story franchise. He said, we really appreciate everything that um, they have done and hope to continue with that. Now, going back, look, listen to that now and look into where the franchise is at now. Daniel Snyder has not provided any energy. He has not did anything. He ended up changing the name because of social pressure. You know what I'm saying? Um, he um, he definitely he said he um, he he was strongly consider he will strongly consider selling the naming rights to the stadium, which they did. They changed it from Jack King Cook, which I would have kept it at Jack King Cook Stadium, and not FedEx. You know what I'm saying? So, but that would at least kept the name in the family a little bit more 
he didn't do half of the stuff that he said he was going to do. So looking at 20 plus years of Daniel Snyder, it has not been great. His words never lined up to what he was supposed to do today. And that's bad. That is really, very bad. So, um, among Snyder's duties with the team, he also was named team president throughout, um, though he said no decisions have been made. Sources close to Snyder said that he would seek a person with both business and football background to oversee the franchise on a day-to-day basis. Former Miami Dolphins coach Don Shula and former Carolina president Mike, Mark, um, Mike McCormick, both in the uh, in Football Hall of Fame, are among members of names on preliminary list to be potential candidates, but had not been contacted. Snyder take over as team, a team that finished six and ten and missed the playoffs last year for the sixth consecutive season. So during that time, if you look back, um, we lost six consecutive seasons. So it was eight, it was ninety seven, well ninety nine when he took over. And Jack Cook died in 1997. The Washington franchise has not won a Super Bowl since 90, what, 93? So 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. Six seasons, we missed the playoffs. So we had not won since the last Super Bowl. We have not been, we not, during that time, we haven't won anything since the last Super Bowl in 93. Or 91, or 93, one of them. Um, yeah. Cause I think that was the Doug Williams year. Let me let me go back and double check, just to make sure I'm right. Ninety-two against the Buffalo Bills. So I was close. Ninety-three. Um. So. So therefore, so you mean so so therefore we were six and t- the final year the, that year we were six and ten and missed the playoffs for the last second of six seasons. Man, that's a long that that's a long losing drought. And then if you look at it when he took over, we still I think we only won the division three times since then in twenty four years. So, even though we had six losing seasons under Jack Kung Cook during final, you know, final years, because you got to think, Jack Kung Cook probably was tired, sick, and couldn't run it the way he wants to. But, I mean, so, with the article saying that, Daniel Snyder said the Redskins are in the rebuilding phase. The youngest owner in the league. He was, Daniel Snyder was the youngest owner in the league at the time. We have just everybody agreed. Uh, we just ha- had what everyone agrees was a great draft. In my dreams, we win the Super Bowl next year. In truth, I hope and I like to happen. However, in the coming year, you'll find there a new energy in Redskins Park. You'll fi- feel the energy in your stadium. And, my, and that's my pledge and my obligation. But... It seemed it never came to fruition. Never came to fruition. 
On the terms of his father, Will, John Cook, who twice bid unsuccessfully for the team, will merit, inherit about 10% of the sale price minus expenses and might get a much of a as 60 million from the transaction proceed um proceeds from the sale will will be used to set up a charitable trust to provide scholarships and postgraduate students Snyder will contact cook shortly about making a um orderly ownership transaction and will and was planning to visit Veskin Parks later that year. Well, later that week. Uh, Snyder has said, Casley is the guy that's on. If people don't know, he was the general manager of the Washington, Washington Redskins at the time. Nor Kurt Turner was the coach of the team at that time. Both of their contracts ran through 2021. Will keep their jobs for the 99 season. And both met, um, both men met with um, Snyder arrive on Monday and we all know because Kesley is the you know he comes on the NFL network half of the time and talks you know what I'm saying and sometimes this dude to me don't seem like you know the effing he's talking about half the time um but you you notice that Daniel Snyder did you know they did got fired they got they, you know it was gone so um and didn't know at the time that on the financial finance committee, the NFL finance committee, Robert Kraft was the chairman and the owner of the New England Patriots at the time. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is crazy. This is so 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 crazy. I didn't even know that at the time. So, but as you realize now that you know they. They didn't even allow John Cook to, you know, he he bid on a team. He bid on his dad's legacy, you know, twice, you know what I'm saying, and did not get the terms. And which that could have kept the team and the, um, the Cook family for years to come. We if, say, for instance, if they did have allowed John Cook to purchase the team, where where do you think that this team would have been if it was in other hands, if it was still in the John Cook? Now, granted, you know, his father was sick and everything like that, and the team didn't win, wasn't winning since the 93, the 92 Super Bowl. So they had six consecutive seasons. But granted, even though they sell it to Daniel Snyder, look what we did. We still haven't haven't had winning seasons if you look up today we got a coach that got fired from carolina because ownership changes and he only had three winning seasons and that's ron rivera so if you think about the three seasons in his 12-year history he would have had 12 losing years completely so this franchise needs somebody with um business acumen you know what i'm saying business acumen I will det- I will attach this article in my description so y'all could go back and read the history of the, the sale purchase of the Washington Redskins with Daniel Snyder so y'all could get a better understanding what went down and then y'all could think about how it is translated until today. I, I do believe that now that this Dan- they got Daniel Snyder out of the way because I think Daniel Snyder, like I said, I think he got in over his head because he just wanted his franchise. 
I think he made some stuff. Maybe if he did hire Don Shula or um, one of the other guys, maybe the franchise would have been in a better direction. We don't know. Um, he ended up hiring Bruce Allen, and Bruce Allen has not did anything. He didn't want to pay some of the players. We pay high-priced players like Deion Sanders, um, Albert Hainsworth. Um, um, we end up, you know, didn't want to keep some of our own players, such as Trent Williams and back then and all of this crazy stuff. And then all of the scandals started coming to play. So this, so you look at it, I mean, to me, I feel like we would have been better off having one of the Cook family members with the team. At least we would have gave it a chance and see what the team would have went from there. But we don't know now. So, but that's what happened in the history of the Washington franchise. Um, the Washington Redskins, eventually the team name changed, which I wish it stayed. Um, I'm a Native American and I didn't get offended. I'm actually, I'm two-part Native American, Cherokee and Seminole Indian. So, um, it didn't bother me because like, I grew up with this team. I was a fan of this team. I was a diehard fan of the Washington franchise. I've seen almost everything, almost everything about this team. But that does not. And then, you know, we have new generation of Redskins fans, you know, who didn't get to see everything back then, but understands, you know, going through the the hardship under Daniel Snyder. It's, it's a bittersweet ending to have, it, have him not there. Now that we're about to be on a new regime, Hopefully, John, Josh Harris and Magic Johnson, Mitchell Riles could put a winning product on the field and we can start getting back to some of them glory years of winning Super Bowls and playoff games and having great games and stuff like that. So that's where I'm at. But this concludes my um, Today in History of the Washington, um, Washington Franchise. Um, come back with me for episode two on Friday or Saturday, and I will bring um, a, another fresh episode. And hopefully, you like this one. Like I said, I will keep the description in the box for y'all, so y'all could go back and read and everything like that. But I think it's very informative to just to understand the business standpoint of ownership and understand who was the players in that deal back then. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of it's kind of ironic when you read stuff like this and then you find out who, you know, Robert Kraft played a, a pivotal role back then. You know what I'm saying? Especially being the chairman of the NFL Financial Committee. That's crazy. Um, and he kind of like vouched for it, you know, because you look at Robert Kraft now. He is that guy. Look what his franchise did. His New England Patriots won, Bennett won what, six, um, what, six out of, um, Six out of um, nine Super Bowls, um, been had a winning percentage over twenty years. So I mean, he he has done something right over there. So and I think just Daniel Snyder by him pressing the team back then, he got excited. He was a young man, um, and he I think he was over his head, and he didn't make the best business decisions when it came to this franchise. So, but continue. To like, comment, subscribe, um, hit the notification bell anytime I drop a hardcore video, and I definitely will let you know when I have a new segment. Now, you know the season is coming up, guys. 
So be on the lookout for my live stream on Mondays on the Washington Commanders, the aftermath, where I do a recap of the Sunday game or the Monday game. So it could be either the aftermath could take place the day after if we play on Monday night, which we don't play on Monday night this year. We play on Thursday night. So we still would do a recap on Monday of that game. So until then, guys, have a blessed Memorial weekend. Stay safe. God bless. And I'm out.